You know, everybody's got a to-do list. Drop off the dry cleaning, pick up some milk. Here's an idea. Let's add save hundreds of dollars on car insurance. And the good thing is you don't have to drop off or pick up anything. All you have to do is go to Geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could be saving 15% or more on car insurance. Extra money in your pocket. It just may be the most rewarding to-do you do today. Now, Podcast One brings you Spike's Car Radio. A downloadable Cars and Coffee, hosted by writer, comedian, and automotive enthusiast, Spike Ferriston. Now, here's Spike. Well said. Hey, hey everybody. It's a soft start today, Zuckerman. You Why? like that? I usually go, hey, everybody, it's Spike's Car Radio. Well, you the lights excited. feel weird in here, though. What's going on with the lights? What did Wasser do with the lights here? Let's, uh... It's female Hold on, lighting. I'm gonna get up. You, you talk for a second. Well, Ferriston, you know, we're here... <laughs> We're here today, and we're here to talk. Stop blinding me. Wait, God. Yeah, there we go. There's our lights. Is that our lights? I don't even think that's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. No, no. We like it, I like it nice and dark. Well, hello, everybody. It's Spike's Car Radio. <laughs> we're here to bring you a fantastic story about coffee, cars, and whatever else we're doing. Do you see what would happen? It would it fall was, apart if it was Zuckerman's Car Radio. Yeah. And everybody said, to everybody who said, I'm the star of the show, you just heard I am not. <laughs> It's hard, right? Because you, you have to be an exaggerated version of yourself, but not too exaggerated. And but you would you would zero in on it pretty quickly. I don't know about that. I, I, I think you would it. have been a very gifted stand-up comedian, Zuckerman. Well, anyways, welcome to the show, everybody. How are you doing? This is Spike's Car Radio. Um, we've got a great show for you today. We've got um, Laura Wasser, who's got a new podcast here called Divorce Sucks. Zuckerman, I have I've lots got, of questions for Laura. I've got a billion-dollar idea for her, too. Okay, we'll, right. we'll bring that up when yes, she comes when in. she's here. <clears throat> she's, uh, she's not just a guest. She's my friend and former neighbor. Anyway, um, let's talk about cars real quick. There's some stuff I want to get through. Uh, first and foremost, Zuckerman, let's do uh, an ad for our 8x16 Porsche 87 911 wheel. <laughs> Somebody needs to buy that wheel. I think I, I forgot that it was still at wheel enhancement, and I called them the other day. They said it's still there. Some guy had bought two. It wasn't sure. It might still be there, actually. But if you want a brand new 8x16 1987 Porsche 911 wheel that was on our 87 short for a short time before wheel enhancement repaired it, you should go to Wheel Enhancement, call them, 310-836-8908. I think this would make a perfect Christmas gift coffee table. You, like, put a piece of glass over it, and you say, you know whose wheel this is? It's Spike and Zuckerman's wheel from their 87. And they say, it's a good start. It's a good start on getting a car. <laughs> Are you uh, eyeing anything that's going on at the Peterson Auto Museum auction? Yes, I am, in fact. coming up for R.M. Sotheby's? In fact, I am, but well, not what up, you would let's think. Let's set up the uh, auction first. Now, this isn't just Porsches, right? Mm. There's a lot of great stuff and, and memorabilia there, too, right? It's, I would bet you're, you have your eye on some of this memorabilia. Exactly, and I don't know if I want to talk about it, if this is going to air. Yes, it will air before this. Wow. So this this auction is December eighth at the Peterson Auto Museum, you know, place that we love and support. They have uh, Lamborghinis, Porsches, Aston Martins, a lot of memorabilia. Here are a couple things that caught my attention um, quickly because lot one thirty immediately caught my attention. Steve McQueen, Beverly Hills Hotel Suite Keys, and it's got a lovely little keychain there with a with a crest of the Beverly Hills Hotel on it, and then it says room. 320 or 220. I can't make it out. Uh, the estimate, Zuckerman? 
I believe that estimate's really high. I remember thinking that that was a fantastical thousands of dollars number, right? It was yeah, like twenty five so or twenty five hundred. It's fifteen hundred. This is the estimate: fifteen hundred to twenty five hundred. How do you know it's his? And the only description here is the well used key to Steve McQueen's suite at the Beverly Hills Hotel. So I'm guessing it's also got a you know Ralph Thomas suite, and a lot of other people use this suite. Must were you been. even aware of this suite? I wasn't aware of the suite, and I. And, but you you saw the other day that that somebody I know came up with, with something called a courtesy card. If you were a bigwig at the hotel in the '60s, they gave you a special card that said "courtesy card" on top, right? And, it, right. and then it had your name, like maybe Steve McQueen, and and it entitled you to extra good treatment at that hotel on top <laughs> of just being Please. Steve McQueen. Take two waters and an extra chocolate on your pillow. <laughs> By the way, I just came back from Hawaii, and uh, I, I learned something. I learned when you say, Uku ulo awa usu awa awa, that means everybody in Hawaii hates Zuckerman. That was my favorite. <laughs> that was my favorite. That's how, what I said. Please teach me how to say that in Hawaiian. That, and that's how you say it, right? And but 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 I, the, you know, the reason it just came up is I laid in chocolate in my hotel bed watching Narcos. I mean, could you think of a better vacation evening than that? I'm in Hawaii. I've been snorkeling all day. The kids are driving me nuts, but it's just beautiful there. And I turn on Narcos at nine o'clock, watch a couple episodes, and I'm eating uh, not even the good chocolate, peanut M and M's. That's what I abuse really? in the hotel you didn't room. Get, you didn't get those. What are those nuts they have there? They have like you know they had uh, macadamia yeah. turtle nuts those and the rest things. of it. Not as good as the the peanut M and <laughs> and I and I didn't notice until the morning that I had. Didn't we talk about this with Jerry? I had laid in the chocolate. Well, he had the joke that he told. <laughs> right. What was it, what was that bit about the the the, the drunken Irish comedian? Who went, who went back? Who went back to his room and passed out on the bed on yeah. the chocolate? He shit the bed. He thought he shit the bed. In the yeah, morning. that's what it. The, well, that happened to me. It happened to me. <laughs> so the next morning, as I was deciding what to leave for a tip for the maid, I uh, I looked over at the bed. I went, "Oh no!" and gave her an extra twenty. I, I had to you because had to. it looked like I had. Yeah. You, wouldn't, you didn't let us eat I let us. on the upper part of the bed. On the, <laughs> <in> the pillow. <laughs> Scatman. Scatman Ferriston. I'm going to tell you something about peanut M&M's because you like these. Okay. We got a bulk bag for Halloween. Mm-hmm. They are no longer made the way they used to be no. made. The uniformity and the quality of peanut M&M's, I honestly, these must be made in some fifth world country because if you were to look at this bag, the oddness of the shapes and sizes and quality, it's so not what we were used to no. as kids. I had a double nut, a weird tumory. Right, exactly. And, and, and I was but I liked it. It was I, a green I, one. I, I remember it. I, I have a specific memory of it. I've been eating M&M's in, in five or six different decades at this point. <laughs> And I'm bothered that they are not the way they used to be. So much so that I went online and I Googled declining quality of peanut M&Ms. And, and all people are so- talking about it. People are talking about yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Because we're all addicted to this stuff. You know what I do? I put mine in the freezer. And oh, then that's I a good put idea. them in a water glass. And I bring them in front of the television. Cold. How's right? that for your molars? I don't I, I don't care. At this point, <laughs> yeah, I don't care. You'll be telling in. jokes without teeth. It's a quick sprint to the grave, Zuckerman, from where we're at right now. It's almost over. <laughs> Thank so, you. Um, but I noticed in Hawaii, the M&M quality from the freezer in my room to the Narcos bed, they were sticky. 
Like I was yes. getting green and red on my fingers, and I, I didn't like that. And, and and you're 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 telling me that this yeah they don't have this uniform um, build anymore. Uh, you're because right. Because they are not made in the Hershey's uh, factory. Uh, and, well, where are they made? At, they're made in, in third. Okay, Costco, Walmart has demanded a price point that is below what they can be manufactured for in the United States of America. Henceforth, they are being made in third-party factories in fifth-world countries, and we're getting, <laughs> we're getting, basically, we're getting schlock, schlock <laughs> M and M's. Where is the best place for an M M&M and M to be made? Do you know? That, you know I, I don't know. This sounds like a weird conspiracy theory. You're okay. saying that it's cheaper to make. An M M&M and M in China or in Vietnam, yes, rather than yes, of in course. Pennsylvania. And here's a new thing: we also got the Halloween it bags. It says right here they're made in, in New Jersey they're and not Tennessee. Made. No, 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 no. That sounds like my crazy grandmother. The way she. Nope. 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 And I'm going to tell you something too. Trump didn't do it. Trump didn't do it. We got the big fun bag with you know the giant bag. You got to rake the forest. (laughs) Nope. 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 All they had to do was rake that forest. It would have been nope. M and M's. They're made in Vietnam, right? In in Africa. I'm collecting a new thing, a new species of peanut M&Ms. The, the little mini bags that are supposed <clears throat> to have like 10 or 15, Yeah, I've got a whole bunch that just have one in them. Ooh. I'm saving the one. I'm going to bring you a one bag. That reminds me of the guy sleeping on his wooden floors with the jars of urine just eating oranges. I thought it, that was Howard Hughes. It's a hoarding thing. Anyway, let's get back to this, this auction. Um, lot 133, Steve McQueen's mailbox, 980 East Santa Clara. Now that... House, I remember John and I, uh, my my business partner, we almost bought that house <laughs> in the mailbox. You can imagine, I was like, you would have gotten the house and said, "Where's my goddamn <laughs> where's mailbox?" My mailbox? Uh, long before the Steve McQueen madness was happening, we were obsessed with Steve McQueen, and this house went up for sale. And we went up to look at it. We drove an hour and a half north of L.A. somewhere. And uh, checked out this house. I remember, notably, it was right next to, like, a little driving range par 3 golf course. And we looked at the house, and it was, you know, it wasn't worth $1.5 million in the middle of nowhere back then. Um, but we went to have lunch at this little golf course, and we met all of Steve McQueen's old buddies. These old guys who just sit in this driving range with no business. <laughs> this part three, just sitting at the Kibitzing. bar drinking all day. And they, we walked in. It was like that, you know, wet country, that Western scene where the, where the guy walks. Strangers. In, like, like, like Scruggs in his white suit. Remember, I watched yeah. the, the, the Netflix Scruggs thing last night. And they were like, what are you guys doing here? And we're, you know, we're checking out Steve McQueen's place. And they uh, immediately just started telling us stories about Steve, about that late last stage of life, about the chickens and everything else he kept there. And he used to come here and drink all day. (laughs) And and it was really nice. Now I kind of regret that I didn't buy that house. There there was a guy that was, you you were a very early admirer Steve McQueen <clears throat> in this, in, yeah. in, no, you knew that this was going to happen but there was a guy before you and Who's his, and his name is Brucker last name is Brucker and mm-hmm. he's the guy that owns all the stuff that's coming to auction really? and the guy who does Outlaw Archive mm-hmm. can tell you all sorts about uh, the Brucker family <clears throat> and what they have collected over the years wow. giant collectors of all sorts of stuff well there's some cool, <clears throat> cool stuff here I'm trying to look for cars hold on before we go, there's a nice Miura. You're not going to buy a car, are you? Oh, I'm so done. You said that two cars ago, dude. I know. Look, listen to my voice. It's going again. Are I you, just are lost you speaking my voice. through your phlegm? It, it's not phlegm. It's it's You're, this it's, it's this coffee that it's I'm drinking. This, it's the quick. Oh, do you have dairy in there? Um, I put a little cinnamon in there. It's an Americano. 
So you have... And there's a little half and half in there. There you go. There's your phlegm. You think that's phlegm? Yes, that's phlegm. Well, look, it just went away. Right. It hides when you talk about it, like cockroaches. Look at these Von Dutch uh, cartoons that he's drawn here. Did you see uh, Big Butts and Pull Out Slowly by Von Dutch? Of course. <laughs> Lot number 143. I, I never took to that stuff. I, I, I don't get it. No, that's it's goofy. It's Mad Magazine. Me. It's, it's yeah. adolescent-y. Uh, it's weird. But there are a couple of cool items in that Von Dutch category. Right. There are. Um, here, a, a very big interest to me is Lot 173 and Lot 174. 1970 Honda Z50A I love, Monkey. I knew you'd say that. And even better, the cool. 86 Z50R Monkey. With Oh, my God, that logo. Let's get both of those. Well, we've just now announced it. Do you think we, sh- we should absolutely get that? Here's what I think we should do. And then we're going to take a break, and then we're going to bring out Laura Wasser. I think we get these monkeys... I think we f- we stuff ourselves with peanut M and M's until we turn into the fat twins from the Guinness Book, and then we, <laughs> and then we ride hey, these hey, mini the monkeys. <laughs> and we just ride these monkeys we, around. Well, we just do the theme song <clears throat> to the monkeys. All right, we're going to be right back with more spikes. <clears throat> Flem Radio. Flem Radio. Flem. 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 Think of all the weird things found in cars, and I'm not talking about your garden variety petrified French fries or melted crayons. Uh, for me, it's crumbs. But I'm talking about live snakes, bizarre trinkets, the kind of stuff that just makes you wonder about folks. Another thing that'll make you wonder, but in a good way, are Continental Belts. Bet you didn't know they're OE in tens of millions of Chrysler, Dodge, Ford, and GM vehicles that roll off the assembly line. They're also OE on the majority of BMWs and VWs. Now Continental is launching the aftermarket multi-V belt with the OE pedigree. It's their OE technology series. Belts that are fanatically engineered for the perfect fit, form, and function. And Continental has an OE technology series multi-V belt for 90% of vehicles on the road in the U.S. and Canada. Hey, you get enough surprises working on cars and trucks, a belt should not be one of them. Go with the Continental OE Technology Series Multi-V Belt, the belt with the OE pedigree. To get the full story, visit OETechnologySeries.com. You're listening to Spike's Car Radio. At my firm. My firm, Smithers. <laughs> Bye. Welcome back to Spike's Car Radio. We're here with Laura Wasser, whose new podcast is Divorce Sucks, here at Podcast One. Does divorce suck, Laura? It does suck. It How? sucks. It does? Yeah. Are you divorced? Well, I got divorced in 1993 after being married for 14 months, so it was hardly months. even a divorce. We didn't oh have any God. kids. Uh, I like to say we had some credit card debt and a dog, and right. I got both. And then since then, you've decided... <laughs> I'm never getting married again, right? No, I didn't decide that. I just kind of it never really, you know, I think everybody should get married at least once, particularly women, because <laughs> it's like so cool to have the dress and the flowers. You're like a princess. Right. And I was. I was 25. Like, I'm never wow. going to be able to look that good again. So, yeah, no, I, I, I didn't see the necessity of it in any of my subsequent relationships. Do you see any correlation between age and marriage these days? You see so many divorces. And by the way, it's it's not just uh, – do you handle anybody that's not a celebrity? Because whenever I see you <laughs> yes. or hear about you – I know we were neighbors for a long time, but I, I always see you on uh, TMZ uh, uh, under the uh, the title The Disso Queen. Right. Angelina Jolie, these the names, Kim Kardashian. I forgot that she was married before. Yes. Uh, Britney Spears, Mariah Carey, Ryan Reynolds, Heidi Klum. These are all people, Amber Heard or Johnny Depp? Which side were you on? The good side, Johnny Depp. <laughs> oh, you were on the good side. Smart, good looks, <laughs> gift for gab. She's got, a, she's got that market corner. I would guess that people are terrified when they hear that Laura Wasser is representing 
there's you know me yes right? yes am i terrifying no as a friend no. as a person you see as a neighbor absolutely not but but what, my, what whole, I, my it, whole thing is trying to make it easier. I'm not going to make people get divorced. By the time they come to me, and again, most of those people and my other <clears> clients, which you don't hear about because why would you? But yes, right, we right. represent – there's 20 members of our firm. We represent plenty of people who aren't famous. Um, but you don't hear about them because they're not famous. But right. our whole thing, both at the firm and with It's Over Easy, which is the website and online divorce platform that I started earlier this year, mm-hmm. is – making it easier for people, changing the face of divorce in this country because it's still being done in a very antiquated way. And I can't imagine that that's good for our kids. And I know it's not good for us. We spend too much money on it. We spend too much toxic energy on it. Not saying people should get divorced, but if things aren't working out and that's the path you're taking, we can do it better than how we've been doing it for the last however many years in this country. Okay, here's the question. How how do my listeners hide their cars from <laughs> the person they're divorcing? And I'm being serious. Is there a their way? Cars? Now, I've never been divorced. Right. I, I don't know much about it. I know your wife. We've had her on yes, my podcast. That's I right. Don't, now, I by, don't the recommend way, by the way, getting divorced. Do I have to ask you right now? Do I have to retain you right now so that if in the future, now I love my wife I and I believe she this. loves me, hate, but she does love you, but she did retain me when she was in <laughs> last month. So I, I'm taking there's a conflict. Is there a way for me to <laughs> ask you to represent me so that she could never, if she ever approached you. No, no because I don't represent friends or oh, you don't. people who uh, kids go to school with my oh, kids. Oh, fantastic. No, well, really, that's that's all I needed to know. Okay, I've had but, many friends in my office together trying to either figure out if they could work it out or if they couldn't getting them with good mediators because that's what all, I believe in. The whole time Zuckerman just collecting the money yeah. while they sit there and work out their stuff together. Isn't that <laughs> great? You know, Mr. Zuckerman has got a personal injury firm. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm one rung on the food chain beneath you. Really? Yeah. I thought you were above us. <laughs> no. It's we a, like to think that, but come on, I don't know. I, don't know. I, 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 think, I feel like Laura is one rung above I you. I say so, because we're <laughs> really in He's the, an animal. I mean, We're if in you... the monkey cage, and we're throwing <laughs> poops all over the place. It's yeah, a, yeah, there's it's, no poop throwing. Yeah. No poop throwing at her firm. But. No. But you guys would never intersect in the in what we you haven't. do. Tell them, what's the name of your firm? It's Suckerman and... It's Carpenter, Zuckerman, and Rowley. And so, yeah. We're one of the bigger PI trial firms out right. there. But that's a completely separate thing. Yeah. No, yeah. Once in a while, PI crosses over with some torts, um, which involve, I would say, herpes. They're delicious. What do you mean? That kind of a tort. Oh, herpes. It's an unwanted touching. Unwanted touching. See, I wanted We've had that. We've had those. This is what I wanted to get into. Herpes? Yeah, no, seriously. I want to know and I what what you can say. What and I have so many questions about divorce. And I, I asked one, you didn't answer it yet, but I want to hear is there any correlation with age? You said you got married very early. Do you notice in your business that people who got married earlier in their twenties divorce yes. more than people in their thirties and forties? Yes, because when you're earlier, when you're younger, you haven't mm-hmm. quite become who you're going mm-hmm. to be yet. And I we I spent a lot of time researching issues incident to divorce and what we are seeing a lot of is statistics talking about millennial divorces being down. The reason for that is that millennials wait before they get married until they're a little bit older. Mm-hmm. They're living together. They're having kids together. They they don't necessarily feel that it's necessary to tie the knot and make the state the, the entity that gets to make decisions about how you conduct your relationship, financially at least. That's good. All right. Now cars. Okay, right. cars. So I don't know how you're going <clears> to <throat> hide a car. So does your spouse never know you got the car in the first place? No, no, no. 
Say you're say you're one of our guys or or, or a woman <laughs> listening. Right. You know, I'm not going to say it's men. It could be anybody. You have a collection of cars, but only one part of that couple is really into cars, and now you're getting divorced. Now, maybe I'm just wrong, but I've always heard now you have to sell all the cars no, and give half the money. Them. How how do our listeners keep those cars? Okay, so if the car, <clears throat> here's how you keep the cars. Make a shitload of money. Because mm-hmm. if you have enough money, then the cars can go on your side, and your spouse uh. that doesn't get the cars get an, gets an equal value. There's another thing that you could do, which is during the marriage, as you're purchasing these cars, you have your spouse sign something saying, this car is a gift to Spike from the community. So although uh. it was purchased with community dollars, this is a gift. And then if you ever split up, that goes on your column without having to have any equalization. Maybe you got to buy a watch or a bracelet or, you know, a Birkin bag on the other side, mm-hmm. but that's how you make sure you You have a little tear-off sheet <laughs> next yeah. to the pillow mints and say, honey, right, right. <laughs> right with the pillow talk, you just say, yeah, but sign here. You know, assuming that everybody is getting along, yes. right, right? But and she can't force you to sell the cars. If you want a community property asset, an asset that yeah. was purchased with community funds, you just ask for it. You take it, and then she gets Offset the equal it. value. Got it. Got it. All right. What is the record number of divorces for one of your clients? You don't have to say who it is. Oh, I'll but say who it is because some... he's no longer with us. But Tony Curtis. <laughs> Tony Curtis. I, what? Was he seven? I or... think he was seven. Again, I only did the last couple. He was actually at my bat mitzvah. He was like an annuity, this guy. He was got married so many times. Um, I don't think he had as many as, what's her name, Liz Taylor, who we did not represent. But Tony Curtis was the rec- record number. Wow. Well, Liz had the record for marrying the same guy yes. the most times. Yes. It was three with Richard Burton? Yes. And was it easy at that point? Did you just for him? go? <laughs> no, for you. Did you just go here, sign the paper, just no, sign this? We've done always, this seven times it's before. Always, it's <clears throat> always different. It's always a different set of circumstances, right. a different set Emotions. of assets. All right, because he's not here, can you tell us why? Why he got divorced? Yeah. No, I don't know. Who knows why? <clears throat> I mean, you know. What, I, are, what are some of the stranger reasons you've heard for people getting divorced? Because I remember reading about Ernest Borgnine when he was married to uh, Ethel Merman. Right, and in his divorce Should filing, smelled like chlorine. Yes, <laughs> no, it was the, the <laughs> Dutch, good. the Dutch oven treatment that he oh. would hold her head under the sheets that and then pass wind, and it was well, referred you to back as the those, Dutch oven. In those days, you had to have a reason to divorce. Yes, <laughs> yes. Now you can just have irreconcilable. And she couldn't come up with anything better than he farts under the sheets. <laughs> and wait, it's okay to fart under the sheets. Just don't hold the other person's head under there. Give There's more like more. a big chasm <laughs> between so them. And if you think I'm lying, Google this right. Right now and read this. You can read that, you know, and it made me love Ernest Borgnine a little more than <laughs> Mervyn said under the sheet. It made him she really... She could hold her breath. She proved that That's in the right. swimming pool. What's her problem? <laughs> she yeah. everything's coming. Oh, oh Ernest, Ernest, <laughs> no, not roses. Oh, this is, I'm divorcing you, but it couldn't have been the reason. What are the reasons you hear that make you raise an eyebrow, or I, do you even these days? I do. I hear, well, of course, you've been doing it for 25 years. I'm, I have to get a little bit of, I need to know a little bit. So I do ask, and also one of the reasons I've been able to do this for 25 years is because I find it a fascinating study in human nature. So it's mm. not just just the facts, whatever. I want to know, and my father's been doing it for even longer. I think he's been doing it now for 51 years, and he really wants to know all the mm-hmm. details. I mean, if there's sex tapes, Dennis Wasser has got to see the sex tapes. <laughs> <laughs> I need to see the sex tapes for a second. I need to How, see why the would sex a sex tape. tape come out in a divorce? It, because, because it was because, not with your spouse. <laughs> or, or even if it was. Oh, you know, sometimes right, they have right. them and they're kind of using them as a bargaining chip. I don't ever want to see a sex tape. My dad always wants to see the that sex tapes. That is very tapes. fun. And they may not always come out in divorce, How but if they're times? there, he'll get them. Do sex tapes come up a lot? Oh, 
And is it Zuckerman right? Is it some other party that Often, they've and they've Often. hired a private investigator yes. and they've tracked them Again, down? Again, California, no fault state. Doesn't matter, but people still got those sex they, tapes. I they want to know. They want to know. Always an emo- there's usually an emotional reason. There's an emotional basis. And that's right. what makes Laura's she's at the intersection of greed and misery just like i am and this this is what we this is why i say the seven deadly sins are my original touchstone for understanding what's happening with my clients and i'm a student of human nature too which right, keeps it right. fun and you want to see what variations of greed gluttony sloth envy and all those things are being played out in front of your eyes yes are there some sex tapes out there that just blew your mind when you're just like well wait what I bet there's so much stuff that you know. There's lots that I know. Oh, my <laughs> that is God. It's of no relevance whatsoever <clears throat> to anybody's Lust. divorce, but they tell me things. Right. And, you know, again, <clears throat> I, luckily for most of my clients, I'm very self-absorbed, so it usually right. goes in one ear and out the yeah, other. Right. It doesn't yeah. factor in. I try not to make it a part of the negotiation because it doesn't really matter. Um, for the most part, people split up because they grow apart. Mm-hmm. If there was cheating, if there was gambling, if there was a huge drug problem that led to like a big chunk of community funds being kind of snorted away, mm-hmm. that is usually, those are symptoms of some other right. problem, lack of no. communication or whatever. Right, right. Once in a while, somebody will be going down the path perfectly happy, everything's fine, and then they just fall madly mm-hmm. in love with somebody else. But for the most part... Things have started to die. Communication is broken down. People aren't evolving at the same rate, and so people go in different directions. We don't. Good we Lord. don't take good enough care of our marital, or or, or <clears throat> if you're just cohabiting with someone, we don't take good enough care of our right. relationships. We don't check in enough. We don't work out enough. As we we all work out in, in Southern California, we go to the gym. We make sure we look great. We get the treatments and everything else. But when it comes to actually checking in with our spouse, having date nights, having regular sex appointments with each other, having, you know, therapy. Would you talk to Erica about that for me? I told Erica, sex begets sex. If you don't have sex for a long time, you're not going to want sex. But once you start having sex again, then you really want sex. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I like the sound of this. Oh, okay. And it's going to work out just fine. (laughs) What about, do you have people that just leave the office and go, you know what, we changed our mind, it gets too real? Yeah, yeah. I have tons of people that come in for one consultation, right? And they go, "Look, you're lovely, but you just scared the shit out of me. I'm right. just going to stay the married. Right, I can't right. do this." And this is where my billion dollar idea comes in. Okay, here we go. Okay, here's a pitch: divorce concierge as part of your services. Now, what does that mean, Zuckerman? It means that it, because people come in and they don't know what the fuck is going to happen to them, and they're frightened. And I figure if they don't, if they're frightened, so they're going to torment their lawyer. And the last thing the lawyer needs to deal with is the frightened, emotional client. Mm-hmm. The lawyer just wants to do business. They don't want to be a psychologist. They don't want to be a babysitter. They have a coach that's there, that, a that concierge visits. that deals well, with that- the emotional aspects of the person and maybe teaches them how to live a separate life happily and at the same time do things that makes the soon to be <laughs> I think ex. that's what her whole website it kind is. of is funny oh. you should mention that it was a perfect lead-in to my pitch <laughs> really? for it's over easy what yeah, we have yeah. on there is something called the index so the index provides an array of curated support providers whether it's divorce coaches whether it's people that can help you set up a new room for your kid because you're mm-hmm. moving out of the primary residence whether it's somebody that helps you get back into dating again I've been talking your about teeth this need for years. whitening you need a spray tan so you can get back out you there how to put out a financial plate of cheese. planner how to put out a <laughs> plate of cheese do people not know how to get back into dating no. or teeth whitened or, or they just don't know how to find the right thing I mean imagine you've been married for all these years and now you got to get back out there again 
again. I don't know about you. I never did online dating. I don't know how to create a profile. A couple of weeks ago, Jay Moore showed me his profile. And right. I was like, Dude, that is a horrible Wait, picture of your hands. Wait, where's Jay doing some online dating? He's everywhere. He, he is. is. Yeah, he's out. Grinder. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he even said he checked out Grinder when okay. he backed off of it. But like, we don't know how to do that stuff. So it's over easy. Okay. Has the She's index. Not my idea. You I'm stole sorry. my idea. I'm sorry. He's been working on this for a, for a while. Yes. Right. Well, because I really want to make it more. I mean, look. The, and is the, the site up and running now? Oh yeah, it's overeasy.com. Overeasy.com. We've got we've got the index, we've got the platform, so that and what is it? What does it cost? On. And how does it work? Seven fifty. Fifteen hundred, twenty-five hundred, depending on what kind of a package you buy. Just for the right. divorce part, the rest of it's free. Come on, you can look at the index. We've got a huge blog. Another thing about this is information. You're right. People come in, they don't know everything. I, when I do a consultation, I say I'm going to give you my divorce 101. Here's what's going to happen. Here's what custody is. Here's what division of assets. But on our blog, we've got articles so you can say this is what I should read about how I should talk to my kids if I'm going to get divorced. This is a good way to figure out a parenting plan. This is what I'm going through with telling my elderly parents who live somewhere else how do i mm-hmm. tell them that this is happening all of these things so there's tons of content there's the actual platform so you can go through it you don't have to pay attorneys you guys do it on your own we give you the tools and the information you need you guys figure it out yourselves and then there's also the index that gives you all of these different people that can help you out getting through it i love it Here's i hope the billion it's a billion dollar, dollar idea. Idea. she is executed this is so <laughs> smart because i knew a guy who was in a, who is in a miserable marriage and and I said why don't you get divorced? He says I, I don't know how to don't do know it. How. I don't right. know what's going to happen. And I and, so I, and I start to hear stories as I get older. I hear about people getting divorced and I hear, for example, the wife saying, you know, he sends home the kid. There's no food. The clothes are dirty. The little lunch thing is not cleaned out. And I think how easy would it be? How much money? And heartache would be saved if he cleaned the clothes and he cleaned the little food trays and whatever the kid goes with in the backpack and a little note in there that says, tell your mommy how much I appreciate how she oh, takes care amazing. of you. Save a billion. Save yeah. so much money. So much Take money. that idea from me. Yes. It's there yours. Lunch it's cleaner all yours. out guy. All yeah. right. We will be right back with more Spikes Car Radio after this. You know what I hate? Spending a lot of time on tasks and problems that can only take a few minutes. And if you're a contact lens wearer... Lucky for you, I've discovered simple contacts. Let's be real. It's pretty annoying to have to get a new prescription every year just to buy contacts. It's time-consuming, and most of the time, our prescription doesn't even change. Plus, you're always running out of lenses when you need them most, right before you get on a jet. What? No lenses? Come on. Simple Contacts is changing all this by using technology to make renewing your prescription and buying contacts super simple. Here's how it works. Using your phone or computer for that matter, you can take the Simple Contacts vision test in five minutes. All you have to do is be sitting on your couch or in your office. You can take this test at an airport as long as you got your phone. Then a real doctor reviews your test within 24 hours, and if your vision hasn't changed, writes you a new prescription. Boom! You've got a fresh supply of your favorite brand of lenses, and they're on the way to your door. My producer, Will, the guy behind the glass there, walked me through it, and he uses Simple Contacts, and he has vouched many times for how awesome they are, how simple the process is. In just a few short minutes and in the comfort of his home, he's renewing his prescription and his lenses, and suddenly they're in the mail to him. No appointments, no waiting rooms, no weird old ladies who said they were there before you even though they weren't. It saves him time and money. The two things my co-host Zuckerman covers most. Time. 
but mostly money, I'll be honest. Simple Contacts offers every brand of lenses at amazing prices. The prescription is just $20. The contact lenses are unbeatable. There are never any hidden fees, and shipping is free. Best of all, my listeners get $20 off their first Simple Contacts order. Right now, get $20 off your contacts at simplecontacts.com forward slash spike and enter code spike at checkout. I do want to mention, however, that this isn't a replacement for your periodic full eye health exam you still need those occasionally but it is the most convenient way to renew a prescription and reorder your contacts if your vision has not changed again check out simple contacts and get twenty dollars off your contacts at simplecontacts.com forward slash spike and enter code spike at the checkout give it a try thank me later thank me on the street if you would you're listening to spikes car radio all right, welcome back, Spike's Car Radio. You don't have to wear the headphones, Laura. Oh. You, you don't have to do that. Okay. It gets it's it's, it's My less hair personal. Looks better without them. Yeah. What's that? My hair looks better. Totally with no headphones. looks better. Tell us about the uh, podcast because we haven't discussed that. I've noticed you've had some uh, pretty big names on there. Yes. Well, tell again, tell me some of the how many shows have you done so far? Eight, nine. Eight. I'm not sure. And, yeah. and Chelsea Handler was on. Chelsea Kim was Kardashian. On. Chelsea's not, not divorced. Right? Chelsea's not divorced. It's not just about divorce. It's about how we look at relationships. Mm. How we look at you know Chelsea was talking about you know just her dating history and how that's gone. Yeah, why that's, she hasn't gotten married. She's written married. books about that. Yes. <laughs> um, we al- we also had her on right before the midterm, so she was right. talking about that. And then we had, or maybe it was right after the midterms. In any event, um, we had Chris Jenner, not Kim Kardashian. Right. 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 Uh, we had Jay, as she's, you know. Jay Moore. Right. January. Chris Jenner's a tough get. She's tough. Well, I've done a lot with their family, so I think she felt... <laughs> Look, here's the thing. Anybody that we kind of explain it to, Ben Affleck and nope. Anna Ferris, our clients who are coming on in January, anybody who's been through the process and wants to kind of talk to others, maybe people that they could have influence over about how they <clears throat> went through this journey and how it's right, not right. how to do it the right way, yeah. which both Anna and Ben did, and and figure out how to convey this message. That's what it's all well, about. Well, those are, that's, a, you know, you say Johnny Depp and, and Ben Affleck, those are two tough sides of the, the divorce to manage, you yes. know, from the outside looking in. Yes. You know, it looks like it, it's, it's pretty tricky. Kim Kardashian, I thought yesterday, I saw somewhere on the internet, uh, said in uh, said on her show that she was married on high on ecstasy the first time she got married. Well, that makes sense because that was a weird <laughs> pairing. It took much right? longer to get them divorced than than they ever even dated. She, she, yesterday, yeah. days of marriage. somewhere I read this that, that the two times she she doesn't drink, but the two times she was high on ecstasy. The first time she got married, and the second time she made the sex tape. I think Ray the first J. time she did the sex sex tape came before the marriage. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, there you go. And it was both times <laughs> on ecstasy, and she was. Mm. I don't know. And she said, I don't know. Weird things just happen to me when I'm on ecstasy. Well, that's because <laughs> drugs. <laughs> <laughs> drugs. <laughs> but good Lord. Um, what was I? Where was I on that? I, you I, were talking about the podcast. Or you yeah. were talking about No, Kim's I wanted to get into this right? Kardashian thing. And, and uh, how, she was pretty young when she got married early on, right? Was she? She was in her 30s. I mean, that well, was, that was only the first a few time? years ago. Yeah, and, and if you recall, she was already very, very involved with Kanye as she right, was trying right. to extricate herself I don't from, recall. No. from that marriage. I think Humphreys was, or something was his Chris name. Chris Humphreys. He was a basketball player. He may still be. I don't right, know. Right, right. So Chris called you? 
She, the yes. mom is still running things. She's really running that whole deal. Well, okay, I don't know. I think Kim called me, <laughs> but um, Chris, Chris is a momager, and right. she does look out for all of her kids. And we represented Chris mm-hmm. years ago when she and Robert Kardashian got divorced, and then um, you know we've always kind of maintained a relationship. The girls went to Beverly, even though they're younger right, than right. I am. So it's you know it's just kind of. So you just grew up here in L.A. You guys know everybody. You're you're locals. Yes, there are a lot of locals here at Sacramento. Isn't it, isn't it odd when you see the locals? We recently saw the locals of Malibu after these Malibu right. fires and yes. everybody was kicked out and you, you got to see the little skeleton of support there that, that makes up Malibu. And My then it mom would disappear and her again. husband live in Malibu, so right, they were right. with me yeah. up on Doheny for about a week and a half. Oh, we boy. have a place in the Point Doom trailer park. My, my kids and I do. And right. Did yours burn? Oh, that's right. Mine that's didn't right. burn. We were up there Sunday, but it's pretty devastating. Yeah. I mean, Malibu proper, where my parents live, seems to have been fine. When you get I further north, that. It really was. Well, he, Zuckerman, lost his house at Point oh, Doom. I'm sorry. Are yeah. you on Point Doom? What I'm on street? Doom. His on same Doom situation drive. as yeah. you. We drove down there on Sunday. It's yeah. nuts. It's, it's devastating. I'm so sorry. Yeah, it's it's, it's Doom Doheny. And now <laughs> yeah. he's holed up in Doheny with his family. They're all yeah. holed up there. It's funny. When I moved here at 17, everyone I met at SC would talk to everyone else. Who Did you go to Beverly? Did you go to Uni? <laughs> did you go to Sam What does that mean? And Is that Beverly Hills High? Yeah, yeah the high schools. And I felt like such a fish out of water. Like these guys had such a leg up from a schmucky little kid coming out from Long Island. Yeah. Right? Well, they do. They do. They do. Look at her. Right. I know. Yeah, come on. And, and look how I had She's it. She's a person. Well, I, by the way, I was at NYU. I was <laughs> right. going through the same you, thing. You, you were at the end of the Darwinian line of evolution. <laughs> I was I was an amoeba crawling out of the slime when I got here. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I noticed a car coming in, and I correctly assumed it was yours. A, uh, a, a gray metallic Porsche 911 S. Right. Which I've been driving that same car in that different incarnations. That's my car because since you lived on Doheny, this is my like wow. fourth one. I'm yeah, so Yeah, you didn't boring. know this second one? She's a 911 girl. No, I, I am like. indeed. Now, you, you yeah. don't say the same car. You mean the same model car. So the what, same model. So but you, again, are, this is a 17 that I'm It's an 18 that I'm in now. Right. So when do you, what's your replacement schedule? Two, two or three, three years. years. Two to three. It depends. Oh. If they change the body style. Really? Or, you, know, you get hung up on that My guy calls me and says, oh, we got to. My guy. Who's your guy? I got a guy. Guy. <laughs> Who's your guy? Was he from a dealership? I thought, as I recall, you were buying your Porsches from downtown LA. No, no. He okay. must have just found me that one. Okay. Um, but I take all of my Porsches. It's going on Friday to Eric Padino at Eric Padino. Eric Padino. I mean, I've called him before the from the side midget. of the road the on guy. his cell phone. He he comes and gets me. He's the nicest person. I was talking to him last night. Will you night. look at this right here? Right. The, mine I, just, mine just in says, the break Eric, we just, just took. Eric Porsche. <laughs> Eric Patino, I was in our last break. I was texting him because we just took our GT3 Touring in to get the brakes fixed, and he was checking in on yeah, us. So Eric is at Beverly Hills Porsche. He's, he's a, a great guy. He is the man. Hi, yes. Eric. He's so lovely, and he was reminding me that my first Porsche that I ever, I actually purchased. It wasn't a lease. It was when I was probably 34 years old. I had arrived. Mm-hmm. I was getting a Porsche. I bought it from a man that lived in the flats of Beverly Hills. It was barely driven. Had very few miles on it. I was so excited. I bought this Porsche, and about a year after David Weber and I got pregnant with Luke. So there mm-hmm. I am, probably about nine months pregnant, and I'm leaving Century City to drive home, and I turn onto Century Park East, and some asshole comes out and makes a left <laughs> turn where she's not supposed to right. in her Cherokee and basically just totals Oof. the car. And I'm hugely pregnant. Thank God the oh, airbag God. didn't go off. Mm-hmm. But I got out. You know, David came and got me. We brought this total car. I had to go to the hospital, and they put me on one of those baby monitors to mm-hmm. see. And I'm like, I got to go. I have court 
tomorrow. I can't stay here. I'm out of here. And Luke was born about a month later, perfectly healthy, perfectly perfect. But Eric was reminding me, remember when they that guy totaled your, yeah, your horse? Unbelievable. Yeah, unbelievable. And he's and your son Luke. And my son's fine. I mean, was in now, a Porsche yeah. accident before he was even born. Yes, he he's was. cool. Yes, he Has was. Has the statute of limitations <laughs> expired? Let's make some money here, Laura. We've got two years from his 18th birthday. David so birth horrible. Day. And you know, David's Zucky. a big guy. <laughs> I've never seen David cry before, is... and he was crying because he was oh, so freaked out. But and David is fine. at the time your boyfriend. Right. I have right. two kids. I wasn't married to either of their right. dads. And um, yes. An interesting fact about the, you that I read is you don't have any sort of uh, a parenting plan with them that's on paper, right? You nothing kinda is just, written. Nothing, nothing is, is written, written down. And you, and again, you share in common with this guy, these lawyers who, you know, you give good advice, yeah, but, they but the you don't ever shoemaker? put... Cobblers, right. cobbler, yeah. cobbler, shoeless children. Yeah. We are... That is us. He's the same way. No, Will Schmill. He's got, no, he's got no will. <laughs> I have wills. Oh, my God. I've he got doesn't. Trust and like I, and, and he and I are partners on half a dozen cars. Yeah, and, you'll and, just take them all. Once he dies, he's like that. That's not my right. problem. So, this then. is how to, in, <laughs> I circling just, back. I just take this is this is how you hide your cars. You put them all in Paul Zuckerman's oh, name. Right. How? Oh yeah, how? we're not already doing that. Right. Uh, yeah. And, uh, listen, you know what? If you got a problem after I die. <clears throat> What am I going to do? Yeah, what are you going to do? <laughs> what am I right. going to do? See you later. In fact, the GT3 Turing, that was our scheme that we hatched because Erica never listens to the podcast. She doesn't know. But 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 since we both have this car and both of our names on it, when our wives confront us about it, we go, it's no, his. no, it's his. Right. It's his. his. See? And you know then you... I'm seeing her tomorrow night at a book club, right? <laughs> That's okay. I mean, right. How, what she, are we going to do to work this out? She'll be drinking. She'll be drinking in that moment. <laughs> She's never going to remember. By the way, she lo- that car... Um, and that story, I didn't have to worry about it because I was driving it to Jack's Little League game separately from her, and right. she came running over into the stands, and she goes, there is a car out there you have to see. And, and it was really, a- she goes, come out here and look at this car. And I go, oh, my God. And then I click the key and turn it on. She goes, how did you do that? I go, that's our car. That's so funny. <laughs> we can drive it. She loves so it. So David just got <clears throat> the new Tesla SUV and <clears throat> right. Matt Black. <clears throat> He picked yeah. me up yesterday because we had to go to the school for a parent-teacher conference. And so he pulls <clears throat> into the carriage area of my buildings mm-hmm. and then spends about five minutes trying to figure out how to open the door. Because yeah, he lays flat. Yeah, it was yeah, one of yeah. my favorite moments of oh, our entire yeah. relationship because he doesn't know how to work this car yet. No. When I hear the doors are tough. But it's pretty. It's, it's really pretty. Beautiful. The windshield goes all the way back yeah. above your head. There's no mirror, though. It's a no. lipstick issue for me. But I, it is a really pretty car. They're cool. But look, you're a gearhead. You're a 911 per. You know, it's, at some point, there probably is going to be a plug-in hybrid 911 for you yeah, to drive. You're not interested, right? Why? I hate to we say like it. Good. I, I, the mm. carbon footprint, I mean, I really am part of that. But as far as my car, mm-hmm. I like putting gas in my car, and I like driving my car, and I like I not agree. having to worry we about stopping We could take Laura driving in. with us we should. to Malibu. And, we gotta, and we're going to we, tell her, look, this guy, he likes electric cars. This is not the man for well, he's you. Not, he's not <laughs> the man for me. <laughs> no, that's not. My boyfriend drives a bullet, a Mustang. So now. Now the new guy. Yeah. He's not the new guy. I've been with him for five years. <laughs> so he's got the bullet Mustang. Yes. Wow. Well, it sounds you... like he's, he's hidden the, the sell-by date for you. <laughs> five <laughs> years? <laughs> I that much. That's what he says. <laughs> Time to go. Now figure it out, okay? Move along. Take that Mustang and hit the road. And then there's no, yep. there's no kid with this boyfriend. No. 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 My two kids are with two other people, yes. Wow. Laura Wasser, ladies and gentlemen. I like how she lives her life. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> she could notes. be in her club. Yeah. She's doing it. I'm one of the guys. Do women, like do women bother? Do, are they a little put off by you? No. Are you well, sure? That's what she says. That's what they tell me that they're not put off. I have some very close girlfriends that are in much more kind of, you know, 
uh-huh. conventional relationships, and I respect that. And they're yeah. friends with their husbands. And no, stuff. But I don't even mean the relationship part. I mean, you're talking about Business, cars, balls, cars, cars, and 911s, and boyfriends, balls. and it sounds like you run the deal beer. in your house. I don't balls. drink beer. <laughs> <laughs> beer, gambling, and you're talking about smoking weed. under the covers. Yeah, yeah. The Ernest Borgnine. He's got nothing on me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely a boy mom. I have two boys, and I can't imagine having mm-hmm. a little girl. Like, my friends that have girls, I love their little girls, and I love when they come over and we can do their nails, and I give them clothes with Yeah, the you have boys, right? But I don't need a boy. Yeah. And there's a lot of farting and a lot of reptiles in our house. Mm. Yeah. yeah. No, I hear that. Nobody's driving yet, but that's coming, I know. Yeah. Well, this has been great, Laura. If we want to catch up with Laura, we're going to see her on, or hear her on Divorce Sucks here at Podcast One. Are you happy here? I've, Do you like doing oh, this? Oh, I love Have you ever done anything like this before? No, no, but I totally dig it. It's really fun. Not only are we getting the message out, but I, you know, I like kind of riffing. You met Johnny, my producer. Yeah, no, he's record. great. Jeff is amazing. He's with the Podcast One family. Mm-hmm. We're having a good time. And do check us out at, at itsovereasy.com, <clears throat> please. Yeah, overeasy.com. You're going to save some money. Do you sponsor your own podcast? Do you have Overeasy sponsor? Just throw the, the ads and Just do that. I just throw it in anyway. Don't rely on them for the ad revenue. No. Just you advertise whatever you want. Just <laughs> tell them, too bad. I'm going to advertise my stuff on my podcast. There's nothing you can do about it. Okay. Well, Laura, it's been nice catching Thanks, up with guys. you. Nice, nice to meet meeting you. you as well. Zuckerman, do you have anything you want to add? Nope. Nothing. I'm done. All right. Finished. You're done. Um, you can catch up with me on Instagram. That's where I have the most fun. And we'll see you next week on Spikes Car Radio. Quick before we go, 60 seconds. That's exactly how long this commercial lasts. You know what else you can do in about a minute? Get an offer with your car from True Car. That's right. In the amount of time it takes to floss your teeth, pet your dog, do a few sit-ups, just listen to my voice, you can get a True Cash offer. Best of all, you can do it from your smartphone or at home. Just go to True Car and simply enter your license plate number and watch how your car's details pop up. Answer a few questions and you'll get an accurate True Cash offer from local True Car certified dealer. It's that easy. After that, you can bring your car in and they'll check it out with you together, the two of you. You can even hug if you want. You can ask questions, get the answers you need so there's no surprises, and simply leave your check or trade in your car for a new ride. So when you're ready to experience a new, better way to sell or trade in your car, check out True Car today. Thanks for listening to Spikes Car Radio. Download new episodes every Wednesday on the Podcast One app or subscribe now at Apple Podcasts or PodcastOne.com. Podcast One is your one-stop shop for everything TV and pop culture. A very candid, not even supposed to be on the record conversation. Check out any of the Collider Network podcasts like TV Talk, Movie Talk, Collider Live, and more. And for you reality TV fans, Rob Sister Nino's got you covered with Rob Has a Podcast. This is a podcast There's no substance. about nothing. <laughs> yeah. You literally have a podcast about nothing. Check out the Collider Network and Rob Has a Podcast every week on Podcast One or wherever you get your favorite podcasts.